Good morning. Guess what time it is? That's right. It is time for Ask a Traffic Cop, at least in two minutes. It's the Friday edition, and we will be talking with you live, answering your traffic and police questions as soon as this intro is done. First off, I want to do something for Dr. Nick. Yes, I am referencing Dr. Nick in the intro because he is the inspiration in recording today's intro. Uh, yeah, what are we talking about? We're talking about Vision Zero Enforcement Team. They are a dedicated group of officers who are focused on changing driver behavior one ticket at a time, and they are going to be in a different place every day. But today in, sp- in particular, 13 Division and 41 Division, those are the neighborhoods of Yorkdale, Glen Park, Briar Hill, Witchwood, Oakwood Vaughn, uh, Dorset Park, Kennedy Park, Birchcliff, Cliffside, neighborhoods where real people live, work, and play and deserve to be safe. And that's why we post locations every day on social media so the neighborhoods get notified that we're there. Of course, the people who choose to break the law will likely be making friends or not really friends, but getting tickets from the officers working in those environments. So to those of you who are on the road driving safely and lawfully, thank you very much. And for those who aren't, well, we'll meet you soon enough. Now, if you want to ask questions on the show, make sure to ask them in the comments if you're on Uh, Twitter, that doesn't work, but pretty much everywhere else does. Twitter, you should uh, leave Twitter. You should come over to uh, YouTube, go to youtube.trafficop.ca or or go to trafficop.ca and click the link for today's show. Either way, come to the YouTube channel and join us there where you can ask questions. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Uh, And only 20 seconds left. What else is new? What are you going to do on the weekend? Are you going to have a good time? If you are going out and going to partake in possibly some legal alcohol and some legal uh, marijuana, make sure you have an option to get home safely. Uh, no drugs or alcohol when you're actually driving. Yeah, you, you, you need to make a plan before you leave. And that's it. We'll talk to you in now. Hey, everybody. Um, yeah, that was not only an opportunity for me to test out some tech, because uh, we were having some audio sync issues, uh, but we also got to make Dr. Nick's day, and, and that makes me happy. Uh, Chase apparently also agrees or is 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 happy with intros. Uh, yeah, had the time to do it, so happy to do it. Uh, greetings and salutations to Akela Draconis. Uh, I have not finished watching Ahsoka. Yeah. I, uh, I started watching it, got about halfway through, saw an epic lightsaber battle, and then we went to the park. Yes, the park trumped uh, watching the rest of the show. Oh, well. Uh, Alessio, Alessio, is that, am I, am I, did I say that right, Alessio? Uh, hello, Sean, great show, thank you very much. I am looking forward to a Friday celebratory Ask a Traffic Cop. It is, it is all about Friday as we enter the weekend. Oh, it just reminded me, I have, I have a video I have to shoot later. Uh, very A very specific video about impaired driving. Every Friday, uh, as we as we go into the weekend, I'll put out a video talking about how many people we arrested the previous weekend for impaired operation offenses, and we'll see how this running tally goes, because it was 23 people arrested the weekend before, the long weekend. So I'll be announcing how many people we arrested last weekend. And hopefully... We can keep these numbers going down. Really, there's absolutely no excuse for this kind of ridiculous behavior. I, I, I don't, ridiculous is the word I have to use because it is pathetic that people today still choose to get behind the wheel of a motor vehicle with drugs or alcohol in their system and they're putting lives at risk. It's just, it's just not okay. And my urge, my, my, my knee-jerk reaction was about to, to break into uh, the, the intro about the Vision Zero Enforcement Team. I don't have to do that. It was in the intro. Okay. Uh, let's see what's going on. Uh, what? Oh. Um, I did not realize. But, yes, send prayers to Ryan Pinn uh, he is, and everyone else in Hurricane Lee's path. So Ryan is in Nova Scotia, and I did not realize that there was a storm uh, I don't watch the news. I, I, I'm in here in a little studio. Uh, so, yes, we'll have to keep an eye on him uh, remotely. Good morning, Stephen Bell. Good morning, good morning. And and my wife, Leo Wife, is uh, our moderator again today. And thank you for the, the, the help remotely. So that's uh, my, my wife wishing everyone a good morning. Uh, yeah. Now, Twitter, just an X platform? <laughs> 
so just to reiterate, if you and, and I know I said some of these things in the intro, but now I'm all discombobulated. Uh, the deal is that my name is Sean Shapiro. This is Ask a Traffic Cop. And if you are watching, you should know that this is a place where you can ask questions, talk about traffic safety, traffic law and police stuff. And you can do it in a whole bunch of different ways, but Twitter doesn't actually work for me seeing your questions. So jump on over to YouTube or any of the other platforms where we can do it right. All right. All right. Here's the first question coming in from TikTok. Uh, why does it say Leo wife comment? Interesting. Okay. Uh, had a friend text me this morning to ask if OPP can give tickets on local roads. Did Leo wife get this question? Now I'm thrown off, thrown out of, out of, out of is it a TikTok question or is it your question? Anyway, uh, yes, OPP can give tickets anywhere. Uh, we can give tickets anywhere. Uh, there is a there is a, a standing that if we are more than two ju uh, jurisdictions outside of our assigned area, uh, then we'll have a local officer issue the actual ticket because we don't want you driving uh, too far away to to, um, uh, to have to go to court. Like you should be ticketed. Oh, it was actually a, a, a question to my wife from a friend, not a TikTok question. Okay, uh, so yeah, we, we so if I'm in, well, I don't know where could I be in Barrie. I would not issue a ticket in Barrie. I could stop you. I could then call a local Barrie officer to come and issue the ticket so you'd go to court in Barrie. You wouldn't have to come all the way to Toronto for court. Now, if you were visiting in Toronto, obviously you'll have to come to Toronto for court. Does that, does that make sense? So yes, we can issue tickets for police officers for the province of Ontario. Uh, Zombie says, good morning. Saucy says, yay. Fry-yay. I, I, it took me a while to get the emoji. It's a fry-yay emoji. Awesomeness. Um, what is the law? <clears throat> I haven't fi finished kicking this coffee yet. What's the law on underglow? Can I drive with it? Can I park with it? Well, you can certainly park with it. No issue there. Uh, the issue is underglow is, is not specifically outlined in the Highway Traffic Act. What is outlined is the, the direction which you can, uh, excuse me for one sec. With the direction in which you can direct light. So you cannot project light forward of the vehicle to the front of the vehicle in colors other than white or amber. You cannot direct light uh, rearwards of anything other than uh, amber or red. So white, amber front, red, amber rear. Uh, the sides, uh, you shouldn't be directing light outward in, in any direction. Like there's a difference between a marker light and a projector bulb, a projector light. But in any case, if the light is spilling forward, you may be eligible for tickets for improper headlights or taillights, and that's a problem. If you have light that is red to the front, regardless, projecting, glowing, you cannot have it. Just absolutely prohibited. So these are things that you have to think about. And ultimately, it's not that cool. It's not that great. I I, I used to sell this stuff 100 years ago. Uh, I, I bought a truckload of it. I, I shipped it to Florida. Nobody wanted an underglow back then. And uh, there it sold fairly well. It was actually neon. It wasn't LED. And now it now it's LED. Anyway, I would use it on parked when you're parking, you know, stance the car, show it off, you know, showpiece. When you're on the road, I, I wouldn't do that. You could end up getting tickets, especially if it's visible. It confuses people. It's it's bad. Um, and your mileage may vary. Like one officer might say, uh, the way I see it, it's okay. The next officer may give you a ticket because the law is a framework and the application and interpretation of that law is going to differ between officers. And that's why we have courts because people argue whether or not it is or isn't a thing. And every time we have a decision made, it creates case law and then people argue that and it's not worth the hassle. Like there, you have to, how important is underglow in your daily life? Probably not that important. And I mean, just to be real. I get the idea of making your car your own. I get about, it, it, it can look cool. I used to have glow on my engine. I used to have LEDs uh, that would point from the under my, my gas tank to, to hit the chrome bits on my engine, on my motorcycle, and my engine compartment area glowed blue. It was so cool. Uh, I loved it. I ended up taking it off because it just, it became a hassle. I wasn't a police officer at the time, but it just became a hassle. Um, it, it wasn't, it wasn't worth it. The juice wasn't worth the squeeze. And I don't want you getting pulled over every block because every cop decides that they have to investigate you for the same thing because it's a heat score. That's what it is. It, it draws in the the police. All right, let's have a look at other stuff and things you want to talk about. I'm going to uh, flag a bunch. So we've got one from uh, Alessio. Uh, and that is flagged. Okay, if someone got a loud exhaust, let's talk about that next. Uh, oh, then Chase wrote a, a book, two-part question. Okay. 
I'm busting your chops. All right. Um, I think that's a duplication. If someone has a, a loud exhaust, okay, we'll flag it. That's morning from the Grinch. That one I can simply say hello. Um, we have. Oh, I see. It's the mo it, so we, we, sometimes we get one question from the, the the moderator and it sends it from four different accounts to all the different platforms. And sometimes we see it and sometimes we don't. Tim Shallow says good morning and happy Friday. Uh, oh, that's not the. I, I, it's it moved. Hang on a second. That's what I meant to press. Um, oh, Akela can't go to the uh, the, the uh, Hamilton comic. It won't work. Well, I will. I will finger. I will cross my fingers and hope that you make it there because I think it would be really cool. For those who have no idea what we're talking about, Hamilton Comic Con, uh, the the cast of uh, Chips, at least two of the cast of Chips, uh, will be there. Uh, and I've met them before, but I'd love to see them again. And uh, Akela has the best costume, so you can cosplay it up um, and go there in Star Wars. Uh, I was just looking at the video of you doing the May the Fourth thing. So yeah, uh, hopefully that changes, but we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. All right, scrolling back and continuing to flag. What I'm doing, folks, is I'm scrolling ahead, picking out all these questions, letting you know what we're going to talk about, so you know what you, what's coming. Um, question about are we resisting arrest? Okay. Uh, oh. Apparently, Kick is having technical difficulties, uh, so the Grinch has switched platforms. Interesting. I've not been paying attention. We broadcast on Kick. If we get questions from Kick, great. If we don't, we don't, but we're there. If it's having problems, that is interesting. Why are we in a room with a bunch of road signs? We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, come back to that. Okay. What do we got here? Oh, okay. Uh, firearms question. Interesting, okay. Can we please go over when to turn signal approaching? Okay, we'll talk about that. By the way, for anyone watching who doesn't know I am, I'm a police officer with the Toronto Police Service. I work at Traffic Services, and I talk about traffic safety, traffic law, and police stuff. And if you don't already follow us, please do. Uh, we do this Monday to Friday from 10 to 11. We are going to change some timing around, trying to get some more afternoony stuff. May, maybe even an evening episode now and again. Uh, and uh, yeah, you should follow us. You should you should like, subscribe. If you're on uh, TikTok, please hit the screen until your fingers go numb because it really helps draw people in. We want more people to come in. Uh, question about headlights. Okay. Um, awesome. Oh, interesting. Commission question. Do police officers get commission? Oh. <laughs> I, I, I see. Okay, here we go. Now I am going back to the 17 questions in the queue, and we'll go through those, and if you have more, just throw them into the, into the queue, and uh, Leo Wife will take them from TikTok and put them into the queue. All right, first, first the question. I got a ticket for failing to switch lane when a police car was stopped on the side. Can you help with a defense plan? I disputed the ticket and have a trial with the peace, uh, justice of the peace judge is next week. I can't help you provide a a defense. That's not my job. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a law enforcement officer. I, I help write the tickets, not defend the tickets, but I can explain the process and I can explain the law. So you got a, a ticket for under the, uh, now what the heck is it called? It's the um, the move over law. The, uh, the What's the actual title of the law? Slow down, move over. That's what it is. And that is to, uh, to, to force you to slow down and move over. If there's another lane available, you have to take that lane up and it's to protect emergency services workers and tow truck drivers that are stopped at the side of the road. So it's your obligation to move over. If you have a defense for it, I, you, you, you're disputing it based on you didn't do it or that you did what you were obligated to do. Like, what, do you, what are you currently planning on doing other than saying I don't want the ticket because it, it sucks? Because getting a ticket sucks, it's the truth. So uh, I, I don't have a plan for you. I mean, <laughs> go and talk to them. Uh, you have the opportunity, there's a guide online called the uh, Defendant's Guide to POA Court. I totally, completely suggest you go have a read of it because it'll explain to you what the roles and the rules of all the, the things. And it'll probably give you an indicator that you can ask for disclosure to get the, the, the evidence against you in advance of actually having a trial. Um, you may want to seek a, uh, a, a paralegal to assist you in this because they know the, the rules and it may cost you some money to do that, but at least that's someone who can give you legal advice when I, where I can't. So download the guide free on the internet. 
maybe consult some, uh, some, you know, some legal advice from a paralegal, somebody who does those those ticket fighting things. But that's not me. So uh, I, I wish you luck. I, I really hope you have success because I know how bad tickets feel. They don't feel good. I, ha- I had tickets. Tickets are there to motivate you never to do it again. Um, so there's a purpose for them. They're not. They're not to make money. Cost more money to prosecute someone than it does to, you know, from the ticket. I, there's this assumption. This is making the government rich. Tickets aren't an income-producing entity. That you, you dispute them. We spent way more money uh, on the other side. It's all about um, the 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 cost to you personally in time and energy and and hopefully the fact that you will realize that that's not that it's not worth it. No, not to do it again. Anyway. Uh, I imagine you'll never not move over again, even if you are found not guilty. Let's see here. Uh, I cannot decipher your name. I'm sure it makes sense to somebody, but let's go. If someone has allowed exhaust at a car meet in their revving, will cops do something about it? So if you're not on the road, you're at a car meet, you're on private property, you're not on the road, the unnecessary noise bylaw, or not bylaw, but HTA offense, does not... Into, I can't write that ticket as an HTA ticket to you on private property. However, there are noise bylaws depending on time and date location. Uh, the property, if you were on a, let's say you're at a coffee shop parking lot and the coffee shop's upset with you and they call the police and say, I want all these people trespassed from the property because they're engaged in a, in a uh, um, prohibited activity. We told them to leave. They're revving their engines, they're just, you know, disrupting our customers. That's a totally different thing. There, if it was at night, it could be a bylaw, just because cities have bylaws. It could be a noise violation. Not a Howie Traffic Act one, just a general noise violation. It could be Trespass to Property Act, where you're banned from the property and, they, and, and you can be ticketed for that. So it really depends. Are you allowed to rev your engine and make noise and disrupt the peace? No. It really, you never really can do it just to be that. Racetracks, you know, places where you're not offending the, the community at large. Okay. If you need more, let me know. We can talk about it again. Uh, what do we got here? Chase's two-part question. Okay. Ah, okay. So, I'm glad you brought this up. The inspection guide. We talk about tinted windows all the time. And uh, Chase is quoting the inspection guide, and I'll read it for everybody else. The inspection guide says, for any vehicle manufactured on or after January 1st, 2017, light uh, transmittance is less than 70% on on any window directly to the left or right of the driver, continues here, and says, does that mean 2016 or older vehicles can have darker tint as long as it doesn't obscure vision and interior because 70% is basically clear? So 70%... Maybe it's not basically clear. Seventy percent, uh, or uh, you know, the thirty percent light blockage is is it, well, it is very light. So that even with the seventy percent at nighttime might get you a ticket for obscuring the interior of a motor vehicle with color or reflective tint. So the charge that we lay for tinted windows is generally um, less tint than what is actually required for the certification of twenty seventeen vehicles. Uh, or, or more. So we, you might still get a ticket even though you have what is considered safe for certification. But this one, you're right. Like we, you, 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 we, You'd be able to certify a vehicle that was 2016 with illegal tint, but you couldn't certify a vehicle with illegal tint that was 2017 because it wouldn't be subject to the same standard. But we could still ticket either of those vehicles. Is that clear as mud? I can ticket any vehicle for obscuring the, uh, the view of the driver and obscuring the interior. So two sets of tickets for each window. But the certification process is different, and it's the certification process that, ba- that that determines it's unsafe and where we would be pulling plates and such. So, yeah, we would likely not pull your plates um, without that situation. Mind you, if you have it on the windshield, if you had such, if you had blacked out windows, I think we can articulate even though the standard for certification isn't there. Roundabout way is don't tint your windows illegally. Uh, if someone has allowed, we talked about that. Oh, well, um, I think we talked about this. Already, but this might be different wording. If someone has a loud exhaust at a car meet and revving, will cops do something about it? Chances are we'll, we'll definitely investigate. Uh, okay, we got this already. We had a phone call that came in, but I'm live streaming, so I can't answer the phone, Manuela. Uh, where can I where can I send this message to you? Manuela is with uh, uh, the, the radio station we were on yesterday, and there's a, a, a meeting today. Anyway, I'm on the phone can't answer. <laughs> Instagram is, is by way of phone. Uh, 
I swear the stream on five different platforms and only look at questions on two of them, not trying to make TikTok to ask a question. Uh, actually, I look at all the platforms and even this platform, but I, I, I focus my efforts on uh, the other one. I have to, I have to actually uh, focus on Instagram. Instagram is like the worst because <laughs> very few people are here and I have so much going on in the other one. So let me, let me answer your question if that's yours. Uh, Vansa says, if you have a G and M license and you get your M suspended on your bike and you still drive your car, if you get your license suspended, you're suspended. Your G and your M are designations under your license. They're not two separate licenses. If you get suspended, uh, you are suspended. There's no, uh, there's no additional uh, license that you can fall back on. Like you don't get, oh, you can't ride motorcycles anymore because you were not following the law on that one, but you can, no, you're, you're suspended and you're suspended everywhere. Equally, if you were suspended on a Nova Scotian license and then you applied for Ontario license, you're still suspended. Like you, you, you're suspended everywhere and everything. All right. Uh, let's see here. What would be charges if, what would you charge someone for resisting arrest? You would possibly charge them for resisting arrest. Uh, it, uh, hang on a second. They're trying again. I am hopefully not destroying the stream here, but I am going to text them live on this phone. Can't answer. Please email. Sorry, folks. Okay. I paused it. I answered. Hopefully we're back and everything's still working. All right. Um, so yeah, that's the simple answer there. Resist arrest plus whatever they did. Okay, why are you in a room with a bunch of road signs? Uh, this is the studio. Uh, those are corrugated fake road signs that are used for uh, events, uh, a road show. We, that, that, in fact, behind me is a trade show booth. And we have another trade show booth that's all Velcro, and those just stick on it, and I just put them on the wall with thumbtacks to decorate. So that, that's why. And this is... This is the closed environment studio, so I can answer your questions. No one's ever asked me that before in that exact way. Is there ever a situation where a non-cop can carry a handgun in Canada? Well, armed guards are not police and they can carry guns. Uh, military uh, personnel on, on deployment on like inactive, being told to do something or transport can carry. Uh, military police are police, who else? Um, there are, and I think they're very rare if any, uh, where a, a civilian or like a judge or someone with threats against their life in certain circumstances at one point could have had them issued. I say at one point because for the longest time, I think there was a maximum of six people in the province of Ontario who had the ability to carry a firearm who wasn't a police officer or, or an armed guard. <clears throat> and I don't think that exists anymore. I could be wrong. The, there might be a few people, but I don't, I don't think that's a commonplace anymore. Okay, can I lose... What is this? Can I lose demerit points from hitting a red light camera with your fist? No, but if you if you're assaulting the, the red light camera, you can find yourself uh, with a mischief charge potentially. Uh, if you're hitting it with a car, then yeah, it's a collision, and you're going to get demerit points for that. I'm, I'm sure that was just asked in jest, but uh, uh, that's the answer. Can we please go over when to turn your signal when, uh, when approaching turn, just in case the drivers I saw this morning are watching? Lovely. Um, yeah, it, signaling as you turn is not notifying the the area and all potential road users in advance of your uh, uh, turn because you're you're signaling the intention to turn. You're not signaling as you turn. So if you are activating your your signal. Uh, as you rotate the steering wheel because you're too lazy to move your hand, uh, then you're doing it wrong. Uh, signal as you are you know, well in advance of your turn, let everybody on the planet know that you're turning, and then when safe to do so, you turn. And guess what? If your vehicle ain't broken, it will actually deactivate or turn off your signal after your turn. You don't even have to, you don't have to like exert any energy to turn it off, just saying. Can you guys tell between 20 and 30% window tints? Uh, there are meters. Some of our officers in, in specialized units have meters. They're not required to lay the charge because we're not we're not laying a charge of uh, being over a certain percentage. We are laying a charge, in, most often, to having obscured the interior of your motor vehicle and 20 and 30% tint. If I can't see you, it's too dark. It's simple. It's The, the test is not magical uh, or, or complicated at all. It is so simple. I can't see the driver. You're going to get a ticket. 
that's it. Um, are there other ways to articulate just how dark it is? Sure. If I put up a, a you know my business card and I can't see my business card through your window, you're going to get a ticket. If it's so dark that I see nothing, I'm going to pull your plates, and you can articulate in court uh, your defense of that because I will have my visuals to support me. I don't need a meter. Is a meter a great toy, a great tool? Sure, and if it ever gets mandated, we'll get them. But it's not required now, so there's no reason to to use them because we don't need them. Uh, boom, ba doom. So can I have amber yellow headlights? Oddly enough, yes, you can. And in the '70s and '80s, that was very popular. Um, now we just get older cars that that like are sun bleached and the plastic is faded and it's projecting a yellow tinge. But you can actually have proper yellow headlights. It's, it, fog lights used to be uh, yellow. That was very popular. I don't know if they were actually better or worse, but they were yellow. If someone is suspended in Ontario and then gets a license for another province, then driving Ontario. No, if you are, in fact, there's a specific ticket for driving under a license from another province while suspended in Ontario. So there you have it. It's against law. You're suspended here. You're suspended everywhere. You're suspended somewhere else. You're suspended here. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, my favorite question of the day, do officers get money for each traffic ticket they issue? If I did, I, I wouldn't be working anymore. I would just be a gazillionaire. I've written so many tickets. Uh, I've never received commission for any of them. It's, it's actually sad because I, I think I'm, I, I, that would make it. There would be so many more tickets issued if there was that. Uh, but no, sadly, sadly, no. Uh, Akela says that I, I might be able to uh, to motivate uh, Mrs. Draconis to allow him to come out and, and be my personal photographer uh, at the uh, at the event. If I if I can confirm my attendance, I will formally ask you to be my personal photographer because you are a phenomenal photographer, and I'd be honored to have you on the team. Um, I don't know if I can make that commitment yet. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, I had earlier mentioned that Akela, and you can maybe look at his icon there. There, uh, you can see he's in he's in his Star Wars getup. Uh, it says he says I can't compete in cosplay contests because he didn't make it himself. Uh, oh, you can join you can join the. I thought the five hundred one was just for stormtroopers. Are they other characters too, or other uh, ranks too? I don't want to offend anybody by. Uh, I didn't know that, that 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 both rebels. I didn't think rebels could be part of the five hundred one. Right, right. Am I, am I right? That's a, you're a, that was a rebel uniform, right? Right, right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let me scroll back. Here we go. Um, <laughs> have I switched to Team Eric yet? My brother was on. So my brother, uh, backstory: Team Eric uh, it, it, it was the bowling team. Um, you know. For the for the chips reunion slash bowling event, two different experiences, uh, but I was I, I was not on Eric's team, so this is the, the follow up question. Uh, ah, good day, Eric uh, Ian. Sorry, I, Eric Team Eric. Uh, yeah, uh, Ian, I got your message. I read your message. You wrote a lot of stuff. I, there were some great photos, uh, the Starsky and and whatnot photos. Um, I, I will respond to you and I, I will give you a call. Uh, Ian is a retired police officer and uh, uh, a guy with a cool car. And I have actually, I've got a, a TikToker in Toronto who has a car just like yours. Uh, I will put you in touch with him too. Uh, what do I do to protect myself from being carjacked? Windows up, doors locked, uh, don't go into bad neighborhoods in the wrong time. There's no perfect answer. Uh, a lot of these carjackings are happening late at night. I don't want to tell you not to go out, but I mean, if everyone's getting jacked at a certain time, don't go out at a certain time. Uh, areas, and, and like a lot of people have been approached while they're you know sitting out and having the windows down and relaxing. Uh, luckily, the weather's cooler. I don't want to drive with my windows open anymore. There's no perfect answer. Uh, at the end of the day, though, I want to remind everybody that if you are approached by an armed person trying to carjack you, it's just a car. Uh, your focus is your safety, and that's where you should focus your efforts. Like, I'd give them the car. I can get a new one. And, yeah, you, you, that's the big message. Safety over everything. Uh, what is this? I never wanted a ticket because I don't have enough money to donate. Uh, yeah, uh, it was funny. Uh, 
it was PC uh, Pappy yesterday put up a, a tweet, and in it he's, he talked about someone getting a ticket for uh, cell phone use and ultimately called it a, a, a voluntary donation. And I thought that was really, I've, I've, I've said similar things in the past, but if you're choosing to do something illegal, you are voluntarily making the money that's associated with that offense up for grabs and it, it goes to a good place. It goes to paying for the province to do something with it, whatever that case is. Maybe it's just for paying for other people to go to court and waste court time. But at the end of the day, your money does help. So if you are you know, really hell-bent on breaking the law, then just pay the ticket. For the people who are actually innocent and, and, and you know, I had this conversation this morning. People go to court to try and get out of a ticket even when they know themselves that they're guilty. They just want to roll the dice and try. That is so wrong. It is so wrong. If I got a ticket, and, oh, I got a door knock. Hello. Hi there. That's okay. <laughs> Someone didn't realize we were live streaming. Um, yeah, so uh, the the deal is that if, 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 if I got a ticket and when I fought the ticket, you had to pay for the courts to turn on the lights, like it came out of your pocket. Would you appreciate me fighting the ticket? I, I know I'm guilty, right? I did what I said, what they said I was gonna do, but I'm gonna take my chances, but you're gonna pay the bill so I can go to court. How would you feel? That is really what's happening. All taxpayers are paying for people who are guilty. Most, more often than not, we don't, we don't ticket innocent people. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's, it's just, it's sad. We, we, when we talk about how much money is being wasted by people who are, just not willing to take responsibility for what they have been caught doing. Okay, moving along because I can, I can, I can run over that horse a few more times because it's something that really bugs me. It's a, it's a long, ongoing issue because I can't tell you how many people I've ticketed that go to court and I've reduced tickets. And this is, and you can thank those people for why I don't reduce tickets roadside and why I counsel people not to reduce tickets court, uh, roadside. So, what what used to happen. Um, is I would, if someone was like 20 over or 19 over, I'd reduce it to 15 so there's no demerit points. I don't do that anymore. I, I don't do any, I don't write tickets anymore, but I stopped doing that because I took, I, I, I reduced someone to 15, no demerit points, and they still went to court. So why? I gave you a break roadside. Now you're still wasting the court's money? No. I, so again, I stopped and I, and I tell people not to waste the time giving breaks. So, but you can thank all the people who went to court after they got a break when they were absolutely legal. Because again, I don't give tickets to people who are innocent. All right. Are we allowed to record a traffic stop or a police arrest? You as a photographer, as a private person on the road, can record anything that is happening in, in, uh, in public view. There's some things like, uh, obviously, if it's... Uh, and this will sound crazy, but for a sexual purpose, that's different. And oddly enough, I don't want to know what you're doing with these things. But um, that that changes the scope of things, and that makes it illegal. But uh, if you are filming the things happening in front of you, that's fine. Now, if you're the subject of arrest or a traffic stop, and I tell you to you know put your hands behind your back, you can't. And people have said it. You can't say I can't comply because I'm busy recording. That doesn't hold water. Uh, but at the same time. You know, there's nothing wrong with recording. And um, if you are involved, I'd say put it in the phone mount, record all you want. We have our camera, you can have your camera. We're not hiding anything. If you're a member of the public, you're absolutely allowed to record. However, your proximity to what is happening could be uh, regulated. In other words, if you're getting in my face, recording me or somebody, you're probably gonna get arrested. Get out, get out of the way, don't get involved, don't interfere with the arrest. But you're happy to go, to go stand over on the sidewalk over there and record all you want. Like, it's not illegal. Um, we're in the public view. You can record a police officer. No big deal. I mean, but listen to them when they have direction for you because when you don't take the direction of a police officer, the lawful direction, you, you might find yourself in, a, in, in hot water. Okay, scrolling down. Construction speed, day, night. Uh, pulled over. Okay, we got this. Uh, the Grinch has some comments. The Grinch says he, he was a terrible driver as a kid. But he's been very good for a long time. Okay, Radic has questions about school buses. Did I flag and unflag it? I did. Okay. 
Oh, U.S. drivers. We'll talk about that. Boom. So, do I have an on-air light for your door? Uh, you'll appreciate this. Yeah, check this out. So here's my. <laughs> I want to take a picture. This is how. Okay, very low tech. I'm using my other phone to take a picture, to show you what what's. I have a printout of this on my door. <laughs> that, that's what I have. A printout of that on my door. Um, I am I am very low budget here. Uh, we don't have we don't have room for an on air light, but I took a picture of a live light, and it's on a piece of paper that I flip. So when it's white, you're welcome to come in. Otherwise, it says live, and some people they don't understand what that means, and others don't. Uh, let's see here. Okay. Uh, question is: If a collision damage is under two thousand, but the other driver flees, can you call nine one one? Yeah, it's it failed to remain. It's not okay. These this other. The, the, the total damage to a vehicle, uh, of, of all vehicles involved. So if yours is 2,000 and theirs is 2,000, that's 4,000 total, and it's reportable. If it's, uh, if it's 100 bucks and 100 bucks, uh, obviously not reportable, but you have a legal obligation to exchange information, uh, you as an involved party. And not only do you have to exchange information to the other involved drivers, any witness and police, you have to, have to, have to exchange information. Failing to remain, well, why would someone run away? Was it because they were uninsured, unlicensed, impaired, uh, on warrants for arrest? Like, there's a ton of reasons why people run away, and none of them are good ones. So, uh, yes, that's a good call to police. You give us as much information as possible. But here's the best piece of advice I can give you, and I give it all the time. Get a dash camera. And I would have one with as many cameras as possible. I have two cameras on my front and rear. I use it all the time. Of course, I use it for content creation. I got a little button and it presses. And it, mind you, sometimes you can just tap them and it, it'll, it'll create a shock uh, trigger and you'll get the, the area reserved on your uh, recording. But at the end of the day, it is absolutely a requirement to exchange information. And having video evidence of it just makes your life easier because if you wanted to, let's say it was $1,900, just your car, the other car was unscathed. You want to pay for it out of pocket or they hit you, they want to, uh, you want them to pay for it. It's an insurance, even if you don't, oh, yeah, I know I'm going too deep. You want to, you want evidence so you don't have to pay your deductible <coughs> and, and identify the other driver who ran away so we can go get them. And of course we have an endorsement from Zombie for a stroller dash cam, totally makes sense. Okay, just give me an idea. Uh, just giving them the address again, because there we go. All right. What's the law in Ontario for a 60-kilometer-an-hour scooter, road-insured, registered, uh, in an 81... What is this? What is the law in Ontario for a 60-kilometer-an-hour scooter in an 80 to 100... Oh, I see. Okay. So they're planning a trip from Alberta, Ontario to visit the old city Barry. All right. You are going to ride a 60 kilometer an hour maximum speed road registered and insured motorcycle, low speed motorcycle. You want to know what you can be. So if you can be in a, in a, on a road that is a restricted access highway. Um, I don't know what your displacement is, but generally speaking, it used to be 50 cc to be on a restricted access highway. You have to be able to maintain the speed. 60 kilometers an hour on a uh, an 80 or to 100 on a highway on a restricted access highway, you're going to get in trouble. Uh, you're going to, at very least, <coughs> be charged for unnecessary slow speed. You shouldn't be on the highway with that vehicle. Uh, if you can give me more details on it offline, go to trafficcop.ca and I can try and give you some more information. All right. Ah, so uh, that see, great tips here. So not only, I, I personally chose a, a Thinkware U1000 because it has a big red button on it that is a manual record button. And you trigger it and it starts, it goes back three to five seconds and, and, and get, just like a police card. And, and I, I use that all the time. It puts it in a directory and doesn't write over it. But yeah, if you tap the button, you trigger a, 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 an impact and that is also good. Uh, oh, and the Grinch suggests using a GoPro for strollers, uh, but Zombie says they got a forty-dollar dash cam with a power bank. Forty dollars included the power bank. You can get the you can get all sorts of things on on the the AMA uh, website. Okay, do school bus 
do school bus rules apply during school time hours or do I have to stop for them when their lights are flashing at all times, day and night? It is any time a, a proper regulated school bus hits those lights, it is time. You, there's no day of time where you can ignore them. Um, yeah, school buses, day or night, you got to stop for them with their red lights out. I have been seeing a trend where I see uh, school buses not deploying or using red lights. It is a problem they're obligated to when, when uh, as far as I understand, when dropping off children. I have no idea why they wouldn't be doing it, but so many people are, so many times I see it and it's not cool. Yeah. Question about airsoft. Uh, a lot of airsoft and BB guns are now prohibited. I would not want to drive around with one in the open. And absolutely. You would not want to because uh, the the problem is that we will treat it as a real gun. So you would expect to have guns pointed at you by police uh, and then find you face down, you know, in handcuffs until we can determine that it's not a real gun. And then you would also get charges for all sorts of fun stuff for causing uh, everything that just happened to happen. We guns are obviously. I mean, I grew up in, in, in an environment where toy guns weren't a big deal. We used to run around and, and cap guns, and that's just not the way the world is anymore. And uh, sadly, there were so many cases when I was growing up where kids were getting shot by police because they'd pull a gun, and the copper would react as though it was a gun. And then the kid, and I say kid, young person, uh, wouldn't take direction, and the office. I mean, and and it's heartbreaking to know that a police officer would possibly ruin their life. And I, and, I, and I appreciate that the kid would be dispatched and, and killed or, or injured and it would ruin their life too. But no police officer wants to shoot a child. And, but the world has gotten in such a way that guns are guns and kids have guns and sometimes gang members are kids and it's just a bad scene. But you second guess whether it's real or not and it might be your last day here. So it's, it's such a, a, a complicated and unfun situation. Guns bad. I, and I'm a gun guy. I'm a competitive marksman. I love guns from a very sports side of it where, where I like to uh, engage in IPSC competition. At least I used to. I haven't been active in that since my injuries, but I used to be very active in that scene and uh, uh, I miss it. But I'm a very responsible firearms owner and uh, that's another thing. Okay. Uh, Tacticool says, I used to drive school bus and we're instructed that within a certain proximity to a traffic light within 100 meters, we should not use the stop sign. Instead, we should use the four-way hazard lights. Interesting. That's good to know. I I, I, I don't know what the training is. I'm not a school bus driver. Um, but I understand that you shouldn't, you may not, it, yes, because you can't deploy between within a certain proximity to the intersection, but maybe that's not a good place to drop them off as an alternative. I, but now i got to go do all sorts of research. Thanks a lot. <laughs> no, actually, I want to know. Things I want to know. Things that nobody else wants to know, I want to know. I like having the answers. It makes for interesting conversation at parties. I'm accused of not being fun at parties, but I can assure you, the lineup to talk to me at parties, long. Everybody wants to ask a traffic cop in person whenever I'm there. And even when they don't want it, I still give it to them. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Oh, I've got to release this. You, Steven, you just reminded me, I got a video in the can, that, not a video of me in the can, a video in the can being in the production can. Yeah, anyway, uh, that, that is of a cyclist failing to yield to pedestrians lawfully in the intersection. It is such an annoying video. I have to share it with you so you can be frustrated too. Ah, okay, let's see here. Uh, question is, if I drive with a BB gun or airsoft gun, can I call the police and tell them what vehicle it's in, where it is, and where I'm going with it? Not necessary. Put it in a case. They're not prohibited to have or transport. The problem is brandishing them, showing them, having them visible, causing panic. That is the problem. Weapons dangerous, people being fearful where you're taking it. Um, put it in a bag. Get a gun bag. Get a guitar case. <laughs> put it somewhere that it's not going to create panic. And take it to where you're going to utilize it, where it's going to be acceptable to use it and not create panic and, and take it out of the case there. Good questions, though. Orange speed construction signs, orange construction speed signs, are they legal or are they just suggestions? They're suggestions unless they're, yeah, because orange or yellow are not enforceable. Um, that's not the right one. Uh, they're not enforceable. However, um, they are a good indication. And if you are speeding on a white sign and workers are present, they double the fines. 
Uh, Michael knows stuff and things about trucks cause, and, and, and uh, buses. Uh, he says, school bus may not use red signals within 60 meters of functional traffic lights or ahead or behind. Signal ahead or behind. Or school bus loading zone. The traffic light should be safe for crossing. Okay, if the traffic light's controlling the intersection, I get it. If it's controlling the intersection. Uh, good to know. And, and this is why we have amazing people in our, uh, our community who knows stuff and things. And I, like I said, not a school bus driver, uh, but I'm seeing people do it outside of there. So anyway, are stickers illegal on the windshield banner? Windshield banner is anything on the windshield that obscures. What's going on? Slow software today. Come on, put it up there. Wait, where is it? There we go. I, that is a weird delay. The inter, the internet. So, uh, Sticker is illegal on the windshield. If it's anywhere that the windshield wipers wipe, it's illegal. It's an obstruction of the driver's view. Uh, if I, let's see, I'm going to scroll back. Scrolling back. Yeah, that's a, that's a story. And, of course, tinted not permitted on anything in 2017 or newer. But in the old, uh, older vehicle, you could have a banner, but you couldn't have, you could have a, uh, Tint strip banners again anywhere the windshield wipers wipe is not okay. Oh, the Grinch says, Funny today for my class in mental health, we're reviewing the TPS mobile crisis team. Very cool. Uh, we talked about this. Oh, so this is sort of a slightly different wording. Construction speed, speed posted is the speed, regardless if there's workers or not, night or day. White sign regulated, yellow sign caution. It's not an enforceable speed. Uh, okay. Okay, back to what I was talking about for a reduction of tickets. I got pulled over for 23 over, but the officer gave me 15 over, and I paid the ticket right away because he gave me a break, and it was my first ticket. And that is the way it should work. We give the break to give you to save you the time of going to court, to save you all the stuff, to, to acknowledge. And I would only give someone a break who says, I'm really sorry. And I mean that in the nicest way. And, and I don't get breaks at all anymore. So back when I would, I wasn't giving someone a break who says, I wasn't doing that. I, that was not me. You got the guy behind me. Um, yeah, if you're arguing with me, you can have the whole ticket. If you're saying, you know, you're showing remorse, I'm really sorry. I, you know, I wasn't paying, whatever the case is. That's when I would give someone that reduction. I wouldn't do it for 23. 23, you actually would have gotten the full ticket for me. But if it was like on the cusp, I'd knock it down. After someone takes a ticket that's reduced, I wouldn't. Actually, I gave one person a reduction. I gave the one that stands out. I gave someone a ticket. Uh, I gave someone a ticket for like three kilometers lower than it was, so they wouldn't have their vehicle impounded. Uh, they would have been qualified for stunt, and I gave them a break. And I regretted that forever, to this day, because they took it to court, um, and that was a big one because they were absolutely positively in the wrong. They were on a side street. And it wasn't that they were doing 150. Uh, they were doing like uh, like 90 and a 50 or something. Like it was it was, it was just not okay. It was 90 and a 50? No, it was 90 and a 40. So it was before the law changed. 90 and a 40, or 93 and a 40. So I think I gave them, or 92 and a 40. I, gave, I dropped it by whatever it was to be one under. Never would I ever do that again. Uh, that person ruined it for everybody. Uh, actually, now there's rules you can't, uh, or you should not be reducing those. And it, I was a much younger, newer officer at the time. Anyway, enough about that. And if you know, if that was you watching, that you got that, that I let that person off with mascara running all over because it was their second day as a doctor or as a therapist and they were all disheveled because of it uh, and they were late for work. And it's, like, I bought that story once, never again. Just saying. If it was you, you ruined it for everybody else. Uh, okay. Uh, okay, so the Grinch having a side conversation with Zombie. Uh, we talked about this already. Okay. Yes, there was a story about this. You can, an American driver got ticketed for stunt thinking that the signs were miles per hour. Could you imagine doing 60 miles an hour in a 60 zone? That's 100 kilometers an hour. <laughs> yeah, you got to get tickets for that and whatever comes with, with it. And we talked about the windshield stickers already. Uh, what is that sign? What do we got here? I'll come back to that. I pressed it. Unintentionally. Evandro, how are you doing? How many demerit points can people lose on their driver's license? If you have a full driver's license, you can accumulate 15 points before you're suspended. Is it seven or nine? I think it's nine points for a, a learner. 
okay. 100%, Michael. It's okay to be worried. Well, it may not be okay for your boss, but it, uh, the, the uh, getting at it, stunt driving charge is certainly uh, not an acceptable way to avoid having your... Uh, uh, Having you, you save five minutes and getting to work on time. Leave earlier. Big, best thing in the world, leave earlier. Better to be an hour early than a minute late is my, is my belief. I hate being late, but I don't speed to get there. I, I, if, I, if I'm actually late, I'm late. People that are waiting for you will have to wait. And if I, if I take my licks at work because I was late and they start me later or they dock my pay or I get in trouble, so be it. That is the reminder to leave early. It is not put lives at risk so that you can get there by a minute so that, and then do the same thing next time because it worked. Like it, it just, it's just bad. Is it bad? Um, so the question you asked us yesterday, Evandro, uh, what type of truck people can drive with G license? So the, the, the G license covers many different vehicles up to a certain weight class. Um, even a 24 foot or 25 foot straight truck can be driven with a G license. Uh, but you know when you start getting into the uh, and and Michael would actually be the better person to to answer this to. But there's like dump trucks need a different license, uh, semis need a different license. Uh, there's a total length, I believe, where you, where you start uh, switching to another one. Uh, but you can drive almost everything with a G, almost, unless you need air brakes. Fernando says 150 kilometers on the 401. The police agent gave twice stunt driving ticket and careless driving. I never had anything in license over 10 years. That happened only because I was making a pass on two truck trailer with motorcycle and didn't even notice the speed. And you're never allowed to speed at all, even to pass. Like if the trucks were doing 100 and you're on this 401, it's 100 or maybe 110 in some areas, you can't even do one kilometer over legally. Um, I mean, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a terrible lesson to learn that, that's, that, that, that that is the case. But I bet you won't do it again. Uh, that's the only thing. Uh, if you drive a 26-foot U-Haul moving truck on a G, I believe the 26 is still going to be covered. Michael, am I correct? Is the 26-foot U-Haul uh, still going to be okay? Uh, let's see here. I think I think I've I've driven them, and I don't have anything but a G. I have a GM. I don't actually drive a GM General Motors. I have a G and an M designation. Oh, the Grinch drives a Nissan 3500 NV 12 passenger van, and you have. You don't, you have, how many kids do you have? 12 passengers, you have a lot of kids? You have 12 kids? Well, I guess 11, eight, nine, 10. How many other kids do you have? Okay, the, the inquiring minds wanna know. Uh, oh, interesting. Uh, Mrs. Draconis says that, uh, or sorry, Mr. Draconis, Kayla Draconis says his wife is not driving and is still off work. The other driver is now trying to claim he wasn't in a collision. With, with, did was he beamed onto another planet temporarily while his vehicle was involved in a collision? This I gotta know. I hope you. Yeah. Okay. Again, dash cams, dash cams, dash cams. You almost want body cams now. Everyone should have cameras. We should be li li life casting, not just live casting. Uh, if there's a what is this? If there's a distance between you and the car behind you, can you not change lanes with no signal? No. If the movement of your motor vehicle could affect anybody else on the road, driver, pedestrian, cyclist, flock of, not flock of seagulls, but if it can, it can, uh, if it can affect anybody, could, not that it would, could affect anybody else, you must signal your intention to, to, to move. What do you do if you're, if a driver bumps your car, but they have no insurance? Bumps your car and they have no insurance? So you've made physical contact. So under the de definition, physical contact alone is not a collision per se. It's contact. If there's no injury and no damage, it's not anything. However, you just found out that a car driver has no insurance, call the police. That is, a driver just hit me. They're failing to provide me with insurance. Uh, they have no insurance. The police should come and investigate. That's just a, just a good Samaritan kind of thing to do. They, they, they're, yeah, yeah. I'd be reporting that person too sweet. <laughs> Michael. Michael says it's not an accident, it's a collision, and rightfully so. What is Michael? What is this? Uh, I never saw a D truck or an A combination from U Haul. They should all be G, no air brake. There you go. I don't think they, I don't, I think you're right. I don't think they have any air brakes because you need a, an R, is it an R designation for air brake? Uh, bum, bum, bum. 
Uh, the Grinch says we need to get a sponsor for your show of Dashcam Company. Uh, then you can get a real live light. You know what? I appreciate that concept. We are the police. We have we have budget. It's just not for buying frilly things for my door. Uh, but at the same time, um, the uh, the deal is that uh, we could we couldn't take a sponsor. Sadly, uh, if you take a ticket to court, what is the possible outcome? Well, uh, if it was reduced roadside, one possible income outcome is that it could be raised back to the original speed. Uh, there are there are uh, the, the possibility of having it dismissed be, for whatever reason. Uh, maybe there was no probability or possibility of a reasonable probability of, of conviction. Um, there could be the officer is unable to attend, at which point it's, it's withdrawn. Or you could have a trial, at which point you could be found uh, guilty or not guilty. So those are it. You can either get convicted or not convicted. You could also be put over to another day uh, to come back and prepare or do something else. Like, um, but really, there's, there's the two main com- incomes uh, outcomes are payment or, or, and conviction or withdrawn and, and, and nothing happens. Um, or, but there is the potential of having it raised. And there are higher fines eligible to the court should you decide to present a case and, and, and not um, to not actually, uh, what's we'll call it? The heck was I just going to say? I read something and it threw me off. Michael wants to send me an on-air sign. <laughs> uh, it's funny. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I've lost my train of thought on that one, but I've, I've given you the answer. It's, it's basically that. Uh, what do we see here? <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, okay. Chase, that's the third time he missed your... Where is Chase's question? Hang on, Chase, there we go. Please settle a debate, the pedestrian sign question earlier. Scrolling back. Scrolling back. See, once I get a certain new question... I left the pedestrian sign question earlier. We're, we're, we're tracking it back. You're making me work here. What's your question? Uh, here we go. Oh my goodness. How far back? I'm looking for your dog icons. That's what I'm scrolling back for. Okay. I don't ask the question again instead of saying that you asked the question. What is the actual question? Because I can't find it. Okay. Yes, chat refreshes quickly. This is a problem. It, it, is, a, it is a serious problem, actually. Uh, while you retype the question, I will ask, uh, look at this one. Can you please explain the process for stopping for school buses on a four-lane highway with no median? Everybody stop. That's what it is. No median. It's an undivided highway, which means north and south or east and west are actually uh, only divided by way of a painted line when the school bus comes to a stop and the amber flashing switches to red flashing and regardless of whether or not the stop sign comes out, once it's red flashing, you cannot pass. You cannot pass in either direction. Everyone's got to stop until the sign comes in and the flashing lights are no longer flashing. That is it. That is all. Uh, if it's a divided highway, which is divided by way of median, grassy knoll, whatever the case may be, then you cannot pass a school bus in the same scenario, but oncoming traffic on the other side of the grassy knoll does not have to stop. That is all. I have spoken. Here is the question. I make it big. What's the charge you would lay for not stopping for pedestrians in two to three lane roundabouts? And do you have to wait for them to be the entire way across to pass them? Posted pick of sign on Telegram. Let's look at Telegram. For anyone who wants to join our Telegram, it's telegram.trafficop.ca. You, which actually I think takes you, to, I don't know if I updated it to go right into the VOC group. I think it's in the voiceover cop chat. Oh. Toaster, what is this? Sign, sign, everywhere. Sign. Okay, stop for pedestrians. So uh, the sign is lovely. I, I t- essentially the charge is failing to yield to pedestrian lawfully on roadway or uh, failed, I think, it, well, it's failing to, to uh, it's failing to yield to a pedestrian. And do you have to wait till they cross the road? 
in a crosswalk situation, no. Until they've crossed your side of the roadway, you're no longer yield, failing to yield because they have, you're no longer interfering with their, their ability to cross. In a pedestrian crossover situation, the lights above, it says PXO or uh, crossover, or, or but it's not engaged in an intersection, that is one where you have to wait until they're all uh, completely off the road. One additional thing, if there is a crossing guard there, stop sign out, you must wait until the pedestrian is completely off the roadway and the crossing guard uh, is off the road before you can proceed. And by the way, it's 11 o'clock, so no new questions, but I thank everyone who's asked up until now. I'm going to try and backtrack to catch some of the old ones. And then i got to go because I have someone coming to meet me here at the station. Uh, <laughs> apparently, he got it right, Dad got it wrong, and <coughs> pizza is now owed. What, what pizza are you going to order? That's what I want to know. Eating a kitchen sink pizza with everything on it? Can you drive with a G2 that has the wrong height on it? Like your height was not entered correctly? You should get tell them that they're wrong. But yeah, if they issue if it's still you, it's you and they just messed up the height thing. Get it fixed. Uh, what is this? Okay. Got it. Question, can you drive with a G we that's the same question twice. Uh, how are speed limits decided? Not by me. Uh, they have engineers, they have committees and, I don't know, arbitrary things. The truth is that the new speed limits, the slower speed limits in residential and community areas are lower because they allow people to have more time. It's like time travel, kind of, sort of, in that slow motion, you know, if you're used to doing 60 uh, and I gave you, I now make you do 30, you have a lot more time to respond to the changing future you're about to drive into. That's all it is. Uh, the faster you go, the less time you have to react to changes ahead. Uh, doo -doo. Covered that. Covered this. <laughs> I do appreciate you, Dr. Nick. Uh, oh, here. Good question. How old is mandatory to people use helmet when drives a bike? If you're riding an e-bike, everyone must wear it all the time, no exceptions. If you are talking about a pedal bicycle, no electric power, when you're 18, you are no longer required to wear a helmet, although it is the best way to protect your head in the event of a collision. Now, it does not prevent collisions, which some cycling advocates think I say it does. I don't. In the event that you hit your head on the ground, you have more protection with a helmet than when you don't wear a helmet. Pretty logical. Some people want to not wear it because it messes with their hair wear a helmet, regardless of what the law says. And children are mandatory helmet wearers until the age of 18. Uh, the only difference as they get older from, from you know toddler on up is that who gets the ticket? Because at 16, they get the ticket instead of the parent. But under 16, the parent would be eligible for a ticket. Under 12, for sure, the parent is, uh, is eligible for a ticket. Because, yeah. All right. I think, I think I'm up to date. Did I miss anybody? Is there, hello? I think we got it all. All right, with that, I, I'm gonna say goodbye. I'm gonna wish you a very happy weekend, a safe one at that. I hope that, uh, that you all win the lottery and that you come back uh, next week and tell me all about the win because that would just be awesome. I would love for everyone to have a wonderful, safe weekend. Drive safe, drive sober. No, no drugs, no alcohol. Uh, don't speed. Don't break. I don't know. It's just all the good stuff. But have fun. And what else can I tell you? Don't park illegally because that's the thing. I'm saying that on behalf of Erin, who's currently on a break. Uh, she's she's doing some other stuff for a little while, and uh, hopefully we'll see her back soon. But I got I got to throw in the no parking thing. You know, you don't park park legally. And that is it. That is all. Pressing the button for the Song of Songs, and we'll see you on Monday. Take care, everybody. Yellow light, red light, green light, go. Driving safely helps the traffic flow. Watch for pedestrians, look out for bikes, and don't drive like a jerk that no one likes. Yellow light, red light, green light, go. Driving safely is the way to go. Put down your cell phone, nobody needs you to text and drive.
drive on the DVP. Yellow light, red light, green light, go. Stop at stop signs, look both ways, then go. Seatbelt, save your life indeed. And watch your driving, don't speed. Yellow light, red light, green light, go. Driving safely is the way to go. Don't drink and drive or smoke some weed because you might go to jail and not get free. Yellow light, red light, green light, go. Driving safely helps the traffic flow. Okay, I see Anonymous Anonymous says I, I missed his question, so I will scroll back and try and find it. I was not avoiding you. I didn't see you. I thought I skipped. Let's see if we can find you. Where are you? Well, ask again because I'm I'm scrolling back and I can't find it. I see you right after. At 11.05, you said doesn't answer. Oh, here we go. Are you the cop who got hit by a gray car with red wheels, found news from it on June 18th? What year? Or June 18? 2018? Yes, that's me. Uh, That is me. The motorcycle collision. Yes. Uh, It wasn't June 18th. It's June 2018. So that was me. Uh, You are a super sleuth. By the way, um, I've had lots of conversations uh, since you started this topic of conversation about stunt driving and and burnouts. And thus, everyone thus far uh, is supporting uh, my take on things that we're still we're still talking stunt for burnouts. Uh, but I'm I've I've taken it all the way to the top. We're talking because uh, this show actually triggers conversations in real world application. So now we're taking it to the provincial prosecutor's office to discuss because I want to find out the most accurate answer. I don't want to give bad information, but everybody in policing says what I say. So let's see what the lawyers have to say. Anyway, uh, if that was your only question, then we're good. If you have other questions, we'll be back on Monday, 10 a.m. to do it all over again. Have a great weekend, everybody. Oh, and a question for for Monday about Wasaga Beach? We'll put it on the list for Monday. Uh, No, he's not the cop who got hit on a bike? What do you mean? I am a cop who got hit on a motorcycle, not on a bicycle. We talking about the same thing? Anyway, uh, anonymous, anonymous, you can be less anonymous and send me a message. If you have other questions, you can use the form at askatrafficcop.ca. And I just, re- no, it's not askatrafficcop, it's just trafficcop.ca. There's no ASCA. And uh, I just realized that we didn't talk about employment at all. We're, we're going to do that on Monday. All right, be well, everybody. <laughs>